friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's time for the podcaster who's got a, um, what is it called when you uh, use a, uh, an, uh, improperly use an iron setting? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since I've ironed. But when I did, the most recent time I ironed, I ironed incorrectly. Uh, because, uh, it was like, uh, it was before a flight. It was, uh, it was a quick, I thought it was going to be a quick iron. Like this is supposed to be a quick start of a sleep podcast. And you know what? Turns out iron settings matter sometimes. Uh, not a, not a total, not really that big of a situation. Just means that one of the sleeves on the shirt I'm wearing at this moment has a little, uh, so has some small holes in it to let the air in. So that's a bonus. Now, if you're wondering, there's probably like, uh, there's like a lot of air coming, hot air coming from somewhere right now. And if you're wondering about that, you're in the right place. It's time for sleep with me. The podcast that's here to keep you company, take your mind off stuff, to be your friend in the deep dark night. Because you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a bedtime you could look forward to. Now, this podcast might not be the one that provides it, but I hope it does. I am so glad you're here. So glad you, if you're new or you're a regular listener, or you're giving it a couple tries to see how it goes. Thanks for checking this show out. We're going to do is have some support. Then we'll have a, like a long meandering intro that goes nowhere, kind of like this. And then we'll have our story. It's because it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Thanks for making it possible, patrons. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake. It could be thoughts, you know, things on your mind uh, that you're thinking about. Maybe about the past, maybe about the present, maybe about the future. Maybe all those things at the same time. I mean, that's normally what happens. They say, oh boy, I got I got thoughts. I got plenty. You know, I, I guess people are probably, has anyone, I, I don't know if anyone's ever said this, but I'm sure a lot of people have thought, it. I got thoughts to spare. Holy cow. Spare thoughts? I've, I guess you could, I wish I've had, I mean, I guess I've had a few. Because uh, my brain doesn't, my brain does it my way. <laughs> So thoughts, it could be feelings, uh, anything emotionally coming up for you related to those thoughts or leftover from the day. You could be dealing with physical sensations. A lot of listeners are uh, changes in time, temperature, routine, uh, something unexpected or something you're anticipating, you're working towards or that's uh, coming up. Or it could be something else. Whatever it is that's keeping you awake, I'm here to take your mind off of that and keep you company so that you could fall asleep. Because you're the most important part of this podcast. Because you deserve a good night's sleep. Really, you do. You deserve a place you could rest, uh, where you could feel comfortable and safe. A bedtime you could feel neutral about or look forward to. A bedtime you don't have to dread. Particularly like me, when it was the worst, when I was a kid, I would start dreading bedtime 
Sunday night bedtime on Sunday around 12 or 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And I know a lot of you are nodding your heads because you've been there. Even now it comes up, you know, when I'm going through it. And if I can help uh, keep you company through that or help alleviate some of that, be a part of a bedtime routine and some structure that you look forward to, that would be my honor. Because not only do you deserve a good night's sleep, if you get a good night's sleep, your life is going to be more manageable and our world will be a better place to be in because your life's better. And that is true. I don't care, I mean, what your critic says or what, it, you know, what scoffers say, internal or external, it's true. You deserve a good night's sleep. And the other thing is, while I might, might not know exactly what you're going through, I know how it feels in the deep, dark night. And there's hundreds of thousands of other people listening right now that know what it feels like in the deep, dark night, that can at least relate to what you're dealing with. Well, we might not know exactly what it is. And that's important, too. We are connected in this strange digital way. The other thing is this podcast doesn't work for everybody. Give it a few tries. That's what those hundreds of thousands of people that regularly listen say. They say, hey, it took two or three tries to get used to the show because it's very different. But you don't have to like the pod. This podcast, there's no pressure to fall asleep and uh, no pressure to listen. I'll talk about that coming up, but you don't even have to like the show. There's other sleep podcasts out there. I've got a list of sleepy stuff at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. Because whether you like me or the podcast, it doesn't change the fact you deserve a good night's sleep and in a place you can get some rest. So what am I going to do? How does this work? Oh, boy. Talk about uh Get ready, because it'll take, it takes, you talk about, get ready for a long, spare thoughts and long-winded spare thoughts. I've got a few. What I'll do is I'll send my voice across to the deep, dark night. Then I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, which means my voice is not traditionally soothing. Pointless meanders and superfluous tangents. So I'll go off topic, I'll get mixed up, and then I'll backtrack, then I'll forget what I was talking about. Uh, but I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off stuff and, uh, like, uh, yeah, help you fall asleep. Like, uh, <laughs> I got mixed up there. Uh, oh, so what do you need to know if you're new? Or you're a regular listener, maybe you want a little reminder. So this is a podcast you don't really listen to. Uh, that, uh, it's, uh, it's a podcast. You just kind of barely listen. You say, okay, well, I'm just kind of, kind of, kind of barely listen to you and just, but you know, I'll pay a little bit of attention. So, uh, like almost like an out of focus thing. Some people are listening for comfort and distraction, but some people are just kind of, they're like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, go ahead. No, no. Oh yeah. Totally. What were you saying? Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or some people are bare, like they hand me lowered to a mumble or, you know, they got a pillow over their head. That's cool. So this is a podcast you just kind of, you can kind of just barely listen to. You know, we've all done it before. I don't know, particularly if you're playing a game on your phone. Sometimes you don't even know. This is the only place where it's okay to do it. You see, like you say, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Tell me about your day. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me move that over there. Okay, I don't play any games with like purple. Gem. Let me say purple gem there. What is that? Ruby. Okay, let me move that moonstone. Okay. Okay, let me get that moonstone. 
Okay, what is that? Is that an emerald? Okay, let me get that emerald. Like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm listening. I, oh, I was talking out loud. No, sorry, I was like, uh, like this podcast. That's totally fine behavior, and and you know, it just happens. We're just human. You know, having these phones in our hands during the day, you know, especially after school or work, you know, we're learning. So this is an opportunity to behave that you say, uh-huh, uh-huh. And some listeners are doing that. They're playing a chill phone game or drawing or whatever. So, uh, yeah, it's just, you just kind of barely listen and, uh, and you see how it goes. So that's, uh. Oh, yeah, you just kind of barely listen. Oh, so it doesn't put you to sleep. But you say, wait a second, this is the original sleep podcast. It doesn't put me to sleep. No, I'm here to keep you company while you fall. No pressure to fall asleep. Uh, I'm here to keep you company while you drift off. Uh, to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar bud, your boar burr, your neighbor. Uh, yeah, your friend in the deep, dark night. I'm here to keep you company. Uh, not to put you to sleep. And if you can't sleep, there's listeners that aren't going to be able to fall asleep. That's okay. I'm going to be here to the very end. Or if you wake up, uh, I'll be here. You need a break during the day, a little distraction. I'm here to keep you company, whether you're awake or asleep, whether you're listening or not. So just kick back and listen, because I'm going to barely make sense the whole time. But I'll, you know, active, I'm actively not making sense, uh, Sometimes I guess nat, nat, I wouldn't say I'm passively ever not making sense, um, but you know there probably is a passive part of me that's uh, passive than active. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I went down, I mean, that's a pointless meander that I don't have an answer to. But those are two things that are hard to get used to at first because uh, you probably came here with some expectations. When's this show gonna? When's the boring, soothing part gonna get started? You know, when do you start rubbing bowls or whatever it is, uh, or chant? I say, oh, well, this show's a little bit different than that. It's just like a friend talking to you and telling a story. Eventually, I'll tell a story. Well, eventually, I'll talk about an episode of uh, Ted Lasso, and but it'll take me a while to get there. And what else did I forget? Uh, oh, it's a podcast you don't listen to, doesn't put you to sleep. Couple other things that throw people off, uh, other than my per- oh, that, yeah, you say, wait a second, this is a podcast. Like, when's it get soothing? I say, well, yeah, you got me. I don't know if it, it it's soothing once you get used to it. Just a different kind of soothing. Like you see all those things people get done at spas. You say that does not look soothing to me, but then they say, what you got to try it. Uh, and you say, like, with those cups that give you kind of, like, hickeys all over? Like, I could do that with the vacuum cleaner. And they say, it's, t- trust me, it's t- it's so rela- like uh, so relaxing. And I say, okay, maybe one day, one day <laughs> I said, one day I'll be in a position to relax and try those relaxing things. Okay, so what else do you need to know? The structure of the show is very intentional. But it can throw people off, so I just want to tell you about it. And regular listeners uh, know, but it can always use a reminder. What up, my regular listeners? What up, pets and fishes? You know, warm-blooded, cool-blooded pets. uh, Pets, I don't know. Are there pets without a circulatory system? I don't have enough uh, knowledge of biology to to, to answer that. you know, if your pets got a, you know, exo, exoskeletons, uh, whatever it is, uh, 
robot, you know, robots, uh, uh, pet rocks, all of you, what up? Uh, I'm here to keep your human asleep or, you know, keep them company. Oh, but the structure of the show. So the reason the show structured this way, one, it's, it, I'll, I guess I'll explain it. Uh, it starts off with a greeting, uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So you feel seen and welcome in. And you say, well, I might check this show out. I could, I, well, so far. Or believe it or not, some people like, uh, even at the greeting, they say, oh, this is clearly not for me. And they say, okay, that's if if they figure it out that fast and move on, that's a win for all of us. But I mean, I guess it's not a win because you say, well, this show does take a while to get used to, so it does reward. I don't know. It has one of those things like a, a high clearance or something, just because it's so hard to get into sleep with me. But once you get into it, if it works for you, it works great. And there's really no way for me to lower that like whatever i don't know what you call it there's a term for it but uh just because you gotta get you got you gotta get through it you say wait a second this dude has creaky dulcet tones and makes no sense he's not qualified whoa on episode three you go oh that makes him totally qualified for this podcast but it takes a while but the greetings the first part it welcomes you in to say well i'll check this out then uh, we do our best to make sure the show comes out free twice a week. So then, then you say that's the sponsors and listener support because it just takes so much work to put the podcast out, but then you don't have to worry about it. It's like an exchange. You say, okay, it's free. Cool. So the sponsors and the support enable us to do that. Then there's support for listeners and people having a tough time right now and uh, support for the communities around the show. Then there's the intro, which is separate from the support part. And we're like 10 minutes into, but the intro is meant to ease you into bedtime. Uh, as I explain what the podcast is to give you a transition or a twilight period, or for a lot of regular listeners, they're not even in bed or they are, they're getting comfortable, but they're doing some sort of wind down activity or getting ready for bed. And the intro ideally is part of that process because that's what's been shown to work over and over again is having some sort of wind down or ramping down or lowering of the volume. And so the intro is reflective of that. It's just a part of that process. Now, there is a small percentage of people that are asleep. Oh, we're so happy for you. Oh, boy, are we. Or that skip the intro. That's cool. Uh, there are more people that are fans of only intros than there are people that skip the intro, but it's not a bit like, it's just, uh, every like, as you become a regular listener, you kind of adjust how you listen. So that's the intro. Then there's support again between the intro and the story. So the show can be free. Then there's a story tonight. We'll be talking about, uh, the last episode, I think a season one of Ted Lasso. I only say that because I don't have any notes in front of me, but, uh, and like you say, well, I don't watch that show. Don't worry. Oh boy. Will it be relaxing? Or you say, I'm a lasso super fan. I say, huh, what's a lasso super fan call themselves? Uh, a, a lasso super fan. Well, then it could be a Ted Lasso. I'd say you should be a Ted lasso super fan. Cause otherwise you say like, uh, is that what Roy Rogers was? you say, I don't know, I think you're mixed. And I say, okay, or, uh, I don't know, I'm picturing somebody with a lasso. You know, say, like, you could be a fan of lassoing. 
But yeah, I'd say lasso, lasso, it's hard because the lasso, 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 I mean, what are other super fans called? Uh, Trekkies, lassies. Yeah, there you go. Boom. I didn't mean to say boom. I'm sorry, but holy cow. If that isn't a thing, let's make it a thing. I'm a lassie. I am, me, Drew and Scooter, I'm a lassie, man. What's that? It's like a Trekkie, but for Ted Lasso. The show. I mean, I'm a Ted Lasso fan, but I'm a fan of the the, 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 the streaming program, Ted Lasso. I'm a lassie. Wouldn't that be a fan of lassies? No, because that, that, that'd, be, uh, that'd be confusing because you say, no, you're not lassie. That's the dog on the show I'm a fan of. I'm a lassie fan. See, lassie fan's easier because... You, most people, there's a, there was a show with a dog who was a hero called Lassie, I think. And I may be getting mixed up. And you say, well, how do you, is Lassie as a fan of, and I say, oh, yeah, it's spelled like the the the, the drink and not like, a, well, that wouldn't make sense either because there should be an O in there. But, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. I just invented it. it but it probably is the other thing. You say. Yeah, Trekkie Lassie. Uh, is there, I mean, it, it usually takes shows being on the air for longer, but uh, Ted, I guess you'd call it Ted, no, no, there's Ted, that thing. And LassoCon would be confusing. Again, you could have these two-level conventions. You could have a Ted Lasso convention would be like the speakeasy of a Ted convention or Lasso, LassoCon. The Great Lat that could be a new podcast, uh, Lasso Con, the biggest lasso heist in history. Or the, I guess you'd say, well, the, if it's a con, it's not a heist. I say, well, you, you listen, you'll have to listen to the podcast. Uh, it was solved by, <laughs> solved by Lassie. Because uh, Lassie, if there was problems that Lassie would solve, they'd probably be rope-based problems, uh, ideally. Right? I mean, that's just an accident I fell upon. But you say, oh, yeah. Because there was like another version of Lassie called Flipper, which was a dolphin. Believe it or not, this was a TV show on mainstream. This is when there was no streaming. They had shows because you used to be able to watch them out like Nick and Night, Nick at Night and stuff. Uh, there was a show with a talking horse. I don't even know. I think the talking, I don't know if that was a comp. I mean, I think it was a sitcom. Then there was. Lassie and uh, Flipper were action shows, and there was other ones I don't even remember. But I'm not kidding. And I used to watch it as a kid, like the reruns, because there wasn't anything else. I mean, I think it might have been a decent show. But so the, the, there was like a, I think it was a family, and it would be a procedural, and the dolphin would be a key part of solving the procedural. Or the dog, Lassie. What does that have to do with anything? Well, oh, I was just saying, as a Ted, La I'm now a lassie. So, yeah. Uh, oh, I also I make a sleep podcast. So that's, we'll talk about Ted Lasso. Then there'll be some thank yous at the end of the show. That was a giant pointless meander. Holy moly. I could go on and on and on, though. I'm going to have to rewatch those shows. I already have another procedural I have to rewatch for a future series. But I will go into Pluto and see if they have either Lassie or um, 
flipper on there. That's like the, um, whatever, like, uh, so I guess that's it. I'm glad you're here. Uh, that's the structural show. That's why I make the show. I really hope I can help. I really yearn and I strive and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways we're able to do this for free twice a week. Everybody scoots here. We're talking lasso, the last episode of season one. This won't be the last you hear of lasso, though. Now, all you lassies out there, or what would it, would it be lassies or lassays? I guess you'd say, well, I'd probably go with lassays. Uh, what's a fan? Of what's a fan? What kind of dogs are those? I forgot. But what's a fan of those kind of dogs? And Richard Blaze called Lassays, man. I'm a fan of uh, that's my two favorite things in the world. Uh, I'm a fan of the TV show Lassie and Richard Blaze. I'm a Lassays, and it's spelled not like it sounds, but like you'd spell Lassie combined with Blaze. Uh, be like with a I don't know how to spell it, but I know what it, it's a sight word for me. And now I'm saying, uh, there hasn't been a there hasn't been a lot of reboots of um animal-based films understandably i'm not saying to do it well i'm saying i mean if you were to take uh i'm way, way off topic uh uh but if you were to, just, to take my favorite one of my fortes will forte i think uh a flipper reboot in the hands like with will forte or a lassie reboot uh that could be something i could like like uh you know what I'm saying? You, I mean, I know some people are nodding along with me, but we're talking about fans of the show Ted Lasso, super fans of this podcast, which you said earlier, you may have said to yourself, I'm a lassie. Now I'm saying I'm a lasse, man. A lasso, a lasso, a, but we don't say it that slow. We just say lasse. It's kind of like you're mispronouncing. No, it's not like I'm mispronouncing Lassie. I'm thinking Richard Blaze. I'm saying Lassie in order to proclaim my fandom of Ted Lasso. Oh, but what I was saying is we will be covering uh, an episode for the holiday season. So this won't be the last you hear. Don't worry, Lassies. Uh, uh, or Lassies, will we, we, we spell it like the drink? Uh for our own protect, I don't know why, but um, you'll hear more soon. But this is episode 10, and uh, oh boy, if a sleep podcast audience could relate to one quote, uh, I'm sure, I mean, I know I wasn't raised with this exact quote, but I was raised, honestly, with a philosophy similar to this quote, the hope that kills you, it's the hope that kills you. And according to my notes, it opens with music that goes into Lycon. Whistle. They thought that said it. W H S L E is what it says. Uh, Nate Lightcon. But I think it says whistling Nate, uh, turning the lights on. See some clean boots in, in the inbox. Uh, there's an inbox and an outbox. In fact, everything's clean. Followed Wolf um, new clothes. Followed Wolf new clothes attendant. Uh, there's a new locker room attendant or new, uh, some kind of attendant, uh, Nate is hostile. You can, my name, Nate dog, 
promoted, everyone's happy. So I'll explain it later, but uh, it's a bit like Toy Story, but I'm not sure what that uh, means. Uh, Nate, his, uh, oh, he even takes a second to burn Colin. Coach Nate, loud whistle. Oh, I said, is that reference a Toy Story reference about um, Claw? Don't worry, we'll look into it. Uh, don't call it Jock, uh, Jock, like the itch of, uh, so we'll look that up. Uh, Mr. Muscle, we'll look those up at the end of the page, or maybe we'll come back and then we'll go Kaplan face off. Uh, Beard loves it. Captain face off. So what happens is, if you haven't followed me so far, Nate comes to work. Uh, there's a new kid doing Nate's job. Nate's not happy about it. Very hostile to, uh, to first Ted plays him a little bit. Whoa, what's going on? I'm looking into it. Rebecca comes. He gets mad at Rebecca. Find out there's a promote. He gets promoted. Everybody is happy. He gets a whistle. Oh, that's a part like Toy Story. And then he blows a whistle very loudly. And then the episode begins. Then Ted and Beard in the office. Uh, um, Roy comes in. He said, I forgot Roy's name. How did he do that? Um, he says, we got to pick, you got to pick a new captain. Ted says, no, you do. But it's funnier than that. Trust me. Ted also does sleight of hand. And then we reveal that Roy does has developed love for Ted, uh, and he says he loves you. Unskinny Bop, that's a great line, and uh, we'll just go on a tangent about it now. Ted says, I mean, I love, that's like the kind of stuff I love. He says, here's the Unskinny Bop or something, which I, I talk about. It's been a while since I talked about it. If you take that song, is that the same song? Skinny Bop, right? But if you... I think it's the same song. It's by a band called Hanson, which was three brothers with long, sandy blonde hair, I think you'd say. It seems like they were around in the aughts, but I think it was probably a 90s band. And they had a song, well, I call it Tube Top, because that's all I can think of. And if you listen to it and you want to sing along for fun, you just say Tube Top, 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 Tube Top, Tibby, Top, Top, Tube Top, Top, Top. Tube, Timmy, Tob, Tob, Tube, Top, and and you go, it goes on and on like that. Uh, so, but I don't know if that's the same song. But I love how Ted says that uh, talking relationships or something. Collins and Nana, no, oh, talking relegation. Collins and Nana, no relegation in the U.S. Yeah, everyone pretty much is fine with it. Uh, Nate whistles, not inside. Jamie, uh, this was a wonderful choice by a stylist or whoever. Jamie has a haircut that looks good on Jamie because he's Jamie, but it's what I would qualify as a young boy's haircut, uh, on picture day. And, uh, he says that Ted's like a rodeo clown, uh, final nail into the ashes. Is that really what it says? Uh, dialogue. We'll check it. Promote premier league championship. Irony. Pubs crew says, thanks. Have a little hope. May it's the hope that kills you. Tax Nate, Ted, 
dislikes ties, uh, hopeless. Ted puts his hands on his knees, beard, one piece of popcorn. It's just like that choice, too. He just takes one piece of popcorn and eats it. Quick question. Are those only clothes you have? Uh, believe, uh, in floss, uh, or can't, uh, soccer goals, uh, negative Nellies, uh, Ted and Rebecca, good eye, small fry, you are not a proper football manager. Every, just something, wow, D-I-S-L-U-C-K. Every something has its admin, like, uh, cause conf- confidence, uh, create chaos, uh, Ted, tall grass, doe, trick plays, uh, Ted goes, d- d- something, or even lawn die, set pieces. Oh, they say, Sam, Sam says, oh, elaborate set pieces, you mean, chaos, stun. The Sandman, which is a trending show right now, Los Tigres, uh, positive, punitive, chili, chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Some of them, I'm like, wait a second, these are g- gags. Uh, in the Harlem Globetrotter, smiley face there, in the Harlem Globetrotter music, it's playing in the background, no way. Pomade, wise guy, callback, uh. No, there's some callback. You uh, sigh callback. Lasso likes your texts, Keely. Rings bell. Roy egg sucks. Uh, shall I make scones? Two coffees for Keely. Oh, this is a music. This is I said. If there's a lasso musical, not that I mean I should be getting into that because of all the stuff going on with other shows, but I say that would be a good song for it. Two coffees for Keeley. I mean, go ahead and take it like official lassos. Uh, take it from me and the last lassays. Two coffees for Keeley. That's a song for a musical. I guess you're not like uh, I'm freely giving this to only the people that own the like show, but um. Just makes sense. Two coffees for Keeley. That would be showing Keeley's dilemma earlier this season. Roy locks it up and throws away the key at Jamie. Mushy peas. Ted FaceTime. Coach does not do anything during the game. You got to hope. Uh, kind of like being a dad. Pre prequay. The hope that kills you. Keeley does not care. Turnip. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Today, I care very much. Uh, a lot. Oh, Arlo and Chris. Uh, looks like Arlot Crow Chris. Uh, to rip. Uh, Keeley does not care. To rip or to rip turnip. Uh, Bex and Rupert Higgins, whole family, cool parent, cool present, cool parent, Higgins, oh, cool priest, uh, Higgins has a noisemaker, Roy makes Isaac captain, never stop breathing, branding, never stop something, TGs, uh, Ted, 
bans, brings in pocket speech? No. I disagree. I believe in hope. Uh, belief. Do you believe uh, mad in, mad in miracles? Uh, Sam, Sam Smile. Do you circle up? Uh, Richmond on 12, Isaac says. Uh, skip dates. From movie or real life? Both. Uh, Jamie stares at Roy. Jamie does not score. Takes a selfie. Zorro. Oh, takes it himself. Zorro stops it. Zorro. Uh, offside jokes. Uh, vintage ketchup. Uh, I don't know what that's. Uh, catchy. Corner. Sandman. Almost half. Uh, coaches Detante. Delante. El Dente, do not check the score. Not playing for a tie. Win and in. Do you hear me? Roy, warm up. Follow me. Roy, 61 minutes. Penalty not shown. Why? Oh, there's a penalty. Uh against Richmond. They score. They don't show the penalty. They show the goal. One one mil to go. Richmond, Jamie, Roy catches him. Not getting up. Uh, physics, knee. Sam makes him listen to the Roy cheering. More. Man, more than decades, gals. Uh, Explain back to Isaac. Roy nods uh, at Ted. Captain back to Isaac. Roy nods at Ted. More than a decade, Gales. I don't know. Jamie stunned. Farewell. There's off, Jersey. That can't be correct. Uh, Teach your wants, inquiries. Uh, that's that looks like a Miss Ignacio. I games. Uh, book your worth. Uh, takes off farewell. Takes off Jersey. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't. I was like, why would the state of New Jersey be involved in this? Teach your worth. I don't know. Roy, get out. Stay like so. Roy t- Keely comes in the locker room. Roy's down. He says, "Stay away." She takes him in her arms. Then there's lots of phones and ringing. Nate can interpret it. Uh, what the heck? Uh, Nate can tell. Palace won six nil. Just a tie. Three months. Uh, Richmond sells it. Lasso spread. Holy smokes. Uh, Feel foothold, Sam in motion, Zorro. Fourth and something, Sam to Danny. Rojas uh, cheers, even Robid, everyone something happy, everyone hugs. uh, But Jamie. Breaks, makes extra pass. Uh, Hendrick stunned. Sad music uh, is quiet stunned. Ted, tough loss. Uh, Rupert, 
Left Alone by Bex. Text her from Son. Uh, Jamie and Jamie's dad. He's a jerk. Uh, locker room kid. Offers Ted water. Zorro. Roy. Grand to even look and going through something worse than being sad, being alone. Oh, so Ted makes another great speech. Uh, being so, something worse than being sad is being alone and sad. Uh, Sam, what's you know, what's a you know, what is that metaphor I told you at the beginning of the season? Well, be like a goldfish. And then they say, contextually, could you explain this to me? He says, well, while Dory is not a goldfish, uh, Dory's condition in both those movies, uh, better like uh, Dory 2, Dory, uh, Dory's story, and uh, what was the other first one? Finding Nemo. That's a great way to describe it if you've seen those films. Uh, so be like a goldfish. Even though Dory's not a goldfish, you could say be like Dory. But that might do it. And then uh, after we're done being sad or angry or sad uh, together, these gosh, let's be a good, like a gosh darn goldfish. Uh, Beard brings Jamie a note from uh, Ted. Great job on that extra pass. For your awards night, Jamie, love letter. But basically, Jamie has something snarky to say. Way to make extra pass, Ted. And there's an army person in there. Nana walk phone. Never walk alone. Uh, knock beneath your Leslie. Knock, knock. That you, Leslie? That, oh, thank you, Leslie. Oh, he, this is, uh, oh, it's my mom's name. I'm a feminine junior. And then Ted, so Ted goes off. As, uh, Leslie Higgins is there. Oh, let me talk to Rebecca alone. You know, basically have a seat. Uh, they talk. We'll do the dialogue. But and then t- it closes with Ted spitting water in her face. Okay, so let's just look up a couple of these things real quick before we get to the episode run through. Okay, so we'll start with Nate Dog because uh, uh, I thought that'd be something everybody would recognize, but maybe not. Uh, uh, Nate Dogg was an American singer, rapper, uh, the nickname King of Hooks, uh, career started in the nineties as a member of 213, a trio in the nineties with his friends Snoop Dogg and Warren G. And then he sang, uh, uh Warren G's hit Regulate, uh, and then Nate would become a fixture in, uh, West Coast hip hop, uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg exhibit in the nineties, uh, and then start working with more and more artists. Eminem, 50 Cent, Fabulous, Mostaf, Ludacris, uh, charted 16 times on the Billboard Hot 100. Number one on 50 Cent's uh, 21 Questions. Uh, was on the next episode, and uh, Dr. Dre's, uh, and then Eminem's Till I Collapse. Uh, also, Nate Dogg released uh, three of Nate Dogg's own studio albums. So it's just a little bit about Nate Dog. Okay, I'm just looking up Mr. Muscle. This is in the, uh, let me see what comes up. Uh, 
And uh, that doesn't come up there. This is just something they were talking about. Anyway, I couldn't find anything. So, but that was Mr. Muscle. Something, and then uh, Skinny Bop. Let's see if that's the song I was thinking of. Uh, Skinny, Skinny Bop. Bop. Wait a second. Uh, huh. I guess I was wrong. Unskinny Bop is a uh, a poison song. Huh. So I guess I'll have to look up Hanson after this, uh, but Unskinny Bop is a poison song. So that's a, like a eighties hair band or glam band. Uh, it was, um, came out in 1990. It was the first single on their third album peaked at number three. And, uh, it was, uh, shrouded in obscurity. So here's the Unskinny Bop, uh, but they said they liked the phrase because it was phonetically suited to their music. Uh, okay, well, turns out I didn't uh, get that. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Hanson's with an O, I think. Yeah, spelling it with an A. Eh, eh, eh. Hanson Band, yeah. American pop rock band from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Taylor, Zach, and Isaac Hanson. Oh, they had MMM Bop, uh, that was not Skinny Bop, which makes sense. That sounds more like Tube Top, 1997 hit. Yeah, so they were popular from 97 to the uh, beginning of the aughts. I mean, their peak of their popularity. But they're still, you know, the, like uh, 2000, this is the 10th anniversary in 2008. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've seen them play in places. Oh, they had a holiday album in uh, some point in the whatever you call it, the tens or I don't know. And yeah, new albums in uh, 2021 and 2022. But that's, so that's who's saying not unskinny bop. Uh, yeah, we're learning stuff here. Let's just see what happens when we look up rodeo clown on Wikipedia. If I can spell rodeo. No. Rodeo clown. C-L-O-W-N. Rodeo clown is uh, a rodeo performer uh, who works in competitions uh, and uh, is a distraction. I guess that's right. We, we should never, never mind. Um, but it is, uh, it is kind of like uh, their job is to distract the bull. That's kind of like my job uh, is, uh, uh, yeah. So a lot of you are familiar with the Sandman, Neil Gaiman's uh, uh, graphic novel, comic book uh, from DC. Now a show. I haven't started watching it yet. Uh, with uh, Morpheus and uh, Dream. Uh, but yeah, I'll definitely watch it. Uh, and uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm you know always happy for uh, successes stuff. Uh, Neil Gaiman stuff. So it was one of the first graphic novels ever to be on the New York Times bestseller list, uh, and uh, also to be on EW's 100 Best Reads. And oh, here's it. Various uh, television and film adaptations have been developed. Uh, there was going to be a film with Joseph Gordon Levitt. Wow. Uh, and there have been full cast audio dramas, uh, 
And there's a television adaptation that's uh, now on the air. Uh, scones is another thing. I don't know if scones would be on. Uh, oh, scone is baked good. I think we've covered this in Great British Bake Off. A scone in the U.S. and uh, England is a little bit different, but it looks good here. Yeah, scone is more like a biscuit. Uh, uh, wheat or oatmeal baking powder is a leavening agent. Uh, baked on sheet pans, slightly sweetened, could be ga- glazed w- with uh, could be glazed with egg wash or um, a glaze. And it's a component of cream tea. Differs from tea cakes, uh, which are made with yeast. Uh, Oh, yeah, pomade. That's what pomade. Pomade is a hairstyling product or French pomade. Greasy, waxy, or water-based substance uh, gives a shiny, slick appearance. Uh, That's Jamie's... uh, Last longer than most hair care products, but uh, it, it could be multiple washes to get it out. Uh, could be made from uh, bear fat, lard, lanolin, beeswax, petroleum jelly, uh, used in things like the pomodor. Goes back a long time. Modern resurgence. Uh, with the popularity of the disconnected undercut hairstyle, buzzed or faded sides, longer top, which is disconnected from the side hair. It was affordable uh, in the 20th century with a hair clipper to cheaply and quickly shave the sides ahead, leaving the long top hair to be styled with pomade. In the 2010s, it was uh, popular from WW2 films and people like David Beckham and Brad Pitt having that style of hair. Pomade community. And uh, its use. Uh, it uh, does not dry, so it keeps the hair flexible and lasts long. I've never, I don't think I've ever used pomade. Uh, because of its greasy, waxy nature, you might need a high detergent shampoo or dishwashing liquid. Uh, something for oily hair. Okay, the Harlem Globetrotters. I just want to look up their theme here. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, had 97 championships, uh, been around since 1926, so uh, not too long from their 100th anniversary. Current roster, draft. Uh, trying to find the song here. A lot of uses in popular culture, honorary members. Uh, it's got to be in here somewhere. Okay, I can't believe I didn't realize this. It's, the name of the song is Sweet Georgia Brown. It's a standard uh, composed by Ben Burney and Maceo Pinkard with lyrics by Kenneth Casey. Uh, 1911... Uh, published 1925. When did it become? Uh, oh, there's different re- renditions. Uh, it was adopted as a theme song of the Harlem Globetrotters in 1952. Uh, one of, because one of the most popular versions of Sweet Georgia Brown was recorded in 1949 by Brother Bones and His Shadows. Uh, so there you go. Okay, now let's. Uh, we say we watch the episode. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, so 
Got it rolling here. And it starts off the thing. Yeah, Nate's turned on the lights. Uh, looks like there's acoustic panels, washing machine, dirty, no dirty boots, only clean boots, towels folded, jerseys ready. Who are you? Will, clubhouse attendant. No, you're not. Ted's playing him. Have I been sacked? Uh, Higgins doesn't know. Uh, he insults Rebecca. Why do you need my name for your contract? Uh, it's worse. You have, you've been promoted. The whole team's there. The whole team's there in casual things to turn to, 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 to cheer mom. There's uh, confetti. And uh, then he gets a, a niece and Shelly. I present you this whistle, uh, but it's never been blown. And uh, I promote you, Coach Nate. Every uh, cheers. He blows a whistle. Episode opens. And uh, yeah, they're talking about Mr. Muscle. Roy comes in. Don't want to be captain. I can't be captain because I'm not starting. You pick. Uh, no, I pick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine exchanges about, and then Ted makes it disappear in his hand, puts it on Roy's head. Beard's reaction makes it, and he says he does love you. Here's the unskinny bop, Manchester City. Well, we can't get relegated. It's not good for the team. Basically get demoted to another league. Uh, like the closest thing would be in the U.S. would be like a baseball you'd be because that's like the, i mean nba is becoming like that where i mean not with relegation but at least with uh, different leagues you know there's jamie no barbers because he's got his little boy haircut uh he says yeah they're you know he says some not nice things about everybody including ted roy and uh you know the team you know, Nate gets, uh, uh, no, no, Isaac gets very irritated. Championship is below the Premier League. So if you you get relegated, then you're in the championship. Then uh, the uh, fellows of the pub come, hey, you did your best. It wasn't good, Bad says, uh, but uh, why don't you have some hope? Uh, have you learned it's a hope that kills you? And uh, let's text Nate. We got work to do. Then they're at Ted's apartment working. Uh, can't just tie uh if one of my games you know if they win by six we can tie okay uh let's uh don't blow the whistle my neighbors won't like it uh nate says it's hopeless ted puts his hands on says, i'm sorry it's hopeless and he runs out of the room uh beard's like oh boy takes his one piece of popcorn <laughs> are those only quotes you own no i have a bunch of sets of them ted has a belief thing uh yeah, this is in the bathroom mirror, you know, when I don't want to floss, I uh, look at Believe. Believe can't score goals. A uh, couple of Nelsons. Uh, pessimistic, sorry, Shipley. Uh, negative Nellies. Uh, Ted brings biscuits to the boss. Uh, what's going on, Ted? Uh, you all right? Uh, maybe you should have had a soccer coach for your football club. Uh, but do what you need to do, you know, if we don't lose. Uh, I mean, if we don't, you know, whatever. So you're not a proper football manager. Uh, there's a saying in Dutch football, uh, which I'm going to say in English, every disadvantage has its advantage. 
and basically says the same thing about being different or weird. You have an advantage because you don't think like everybody else. So who you know who'd have thought to make a podcast to put people to sleep, uh, except for uh, you know and, and to listen. So thank you. Okay, trick plays, aka elaborate set pieces, chaos, uh, stun, and uh, confuse everybody. So let's go through some. Uh, Danny T, when I, the Sandman, when we're on, I was on Los Tigres, uh, Pepper Shakers, uh, Beckham something, poutine, Midnight Poutine, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, uh, Broken Tap, uh, then I'll make them leak. Uh, then other ones, I don't know if I can say, because uh, the guys are even last. And put Lasso Special up there, and we're going to bring some chaos. Let's go. Uh, oh, yeah, and then that's when Jamie's like, no, 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 wax, I need pomade. And then he gets a selfie with the selfie kid, wicked. Can't believe he got dumped by Richmond. It was Lasso. No, Lasso loves you, man. So he shows a thing where Ted's saying nice things about Jamie. Jamie, of course, thinks it's a game. He texts Keeley. Shows up. Uh, Roy answers. Roy's got, oh, egg socks on. That's what I must have been. Scones? Uh, I'm not making scones, dude. I made you coffee. Jamie brought you two coffees for Keeley. This wouldn't be the time in the musical, I mean... Where she would be singing it. I guess, yeah, because you'd change the time of events probably. So it would be. I guess it would be. Uh, no, she would already decided. But anyway, not everybody's trying to mess with you, Jamie. I mean, Roy doesn't like you, but other people do. And see you tomorrow. Enjoy the view from the bench and your mushy peas, Roy. Uh, then uh, FaceTiming. But, you know, when you FaceTime with kids uh, from the distance, anybody. But Royce talk. I mean, again, Ted talks about how hope you have to. It's kind of like being a parent. Uh, I drew a robot. Great. Uh, then they get the night of the, it's a night match. Uh, Richmond fans are hyped. Uh, Keeley used to just go to these games. She never cared about football, but I could just perform at a match. Uh, oh, she does say turn up. Uh, so it wasn't my handwriting, but now she cares because, you know, she just cares about Roy, Arlo, and Powell. And we got uh, Bex and uh, Rupert, the pub. May gives out free shots. Then the Higginses, a little kid, another kid, another kid, another kid, and a priest. Uh, and uh, don't worry, he's a cool priest. Uh, Okay, what's it like to be on the brink of relegation? Uh, This is when Roy makes Isaac uh, a captain. Kind of on the down low, don't stop, you know, losing your temper on behalf of the team, pats his knee, and Ted comes in. They actually had all the trick plays on the board. Uh, That's probably a cool screen cap. all right, you guys know, I disagree about that phrase. Uh, it's the lack of hope that gets you. I believe in hope. I believe in belief. Uh, where I'm from, we got a saying, actually, a question. Do you believe in miracles? Uh, I don't need you all to answer that. Uh, just answer for yourself right now. Do you believe? Oh, boy, I almost cried when Sam smiled. Uh, do you believe in miracles? Well, if you do, get over here. Captain, let them know. All right. 
and uh, Richmond on 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, 10, 11, 12. Uh, go Richmond. I'm sure there's a reason he skipped eight, like, an, like it was an accident. I don't know who number eight is. Uh, Roy's on the bench. Uh, Ted says, hi, Jamie. Match begins. Here we go. Hendrick, Tart. Uh, takes it himself, but Zorro is there. Zorro, uh, 30 minutes gone, uh, offsides. Ted says, can you explain to me what offsides is? Really? What, hi, oh, wait a second. Okay. This is the one. What were they talking about? Heineken vinegar ketchup, but vinegar to Heineken to ketchup to ketchup to pass the ball. Okay. I understand or something. Uh. Come on, Richmond corner kick. All right, let's do the Sandman. Uh, here we go. Danny flubs it, uh, and then a bunch of people pass over. Almost, uh, almost rocked him to sleep. And that's halftime. This is nil nil. Uh, thanks to stellar play of Zorro. Zorro. Uh, no, no, no. We don't care about Crystal Palace. We're not playing for a tie. Uh. And he says, okay, adrenaline, he goes, we're playing for a win, win and in, you hear? Uh, all right, Roy, you're starting the second half. Uh, Roy's captain again. People are cheering, surprising move uh, because they needed speed. Uh, Octa Nigerian or something. Uh, penalty against Richmond. They don't show what happens. Oh, Hendrick. Uh, Hendrick gets it. Uh, and they're up 1-0. There's a long shot of Ted staring. Rebecca's, people are cheering. Rebecca and Higgins' wife. Uh, Roy catches up with Jamie. And uh, clean tackle. Slide tackle. Uh, boy Roy. That's when Roy goes out of the game. But he did stop a goal. Somebody says Tortoise takes down the hair. And... Uh, I say Roy's knees, uh, they say get up. Uh, Roy, and everybody's saying Roy, Roy Kent, he's here, he's there. Every, every frown, 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 frown away, with a frown, he's everywhere. Roy Kent, uh, Roy Kent, he's here, he's there. He's every, frowning everywhere. Roy Kent, uh, and everybody's cheering for him. Nods at Ted. Ed's uh, collapsed to the crowd. Jamie's stunned. Uh, and he goes in the locker room. Uh, you have to wonder, Arlo, what's the future for Roy Kent? Sorry to say, might be his last boot. He looks at his locker, throws his sh- jersey down, sits down, puts his head down. That's when Keeley comes in. You're not allowed back here. This is how I behave all the time. You know, I want to be alone. Uh, please don't come, you know, within my... She takes his hand first, uh, looks at him, puts her arm, puts his you know, and just holds him. And actually, he takes her hand. That's when everybody checks their phones. Crystal Palace game must be over. Nate's 26,000 people are checking their phones. Uh, Crystal Palace won 6-0. All we need is a tie, boys. Come on, Richmond. There's hope. Uh, And uh, 
uh, Ricard goes down, very, uh, sells an injury, sells an injury, uh, and they're going to do lasso special, as it calls it. And it's kind of like American football, which is very confusing. And, uh, everybody's like, what is they doing? Never seen anything like this. And, uh, even somebody in motion, Soro is uh, yelling number, uh, 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 hike, uh, Richmond players fan out, uh, total chaos. Uh, Sam takes it, uh, passes it to, uh, Danny and, uh, he does like a full volley or something. I don't know if that's a butterfly kick. Um windmill i don't know and everybody's cheering we got a tie but nobody's paying attention right uh and they let their guard down and jamie takes it by himself but then does extra pass and uh scores and that's it uh and uh, you know airs out of the room people pull out fall to their knees uh heads go down Looks of dismay, hands and head, 2-1. What it could have, should have, Ted says, after the game, tough loss. Uh, congratulate uh, Pep and Jamie. Henry's proud of you and made this robot. That's what Ted's text says, more or less. Jamie's dad wanted him to score. And then there's the locker room. Uh, there's a couple of people in suits I don't recognize. Uh, nah, Ted doesn't need water. He says, what's up with that kid? Give me water. You didn't win, but you succeeded. Uh, you did great. So let's clap for everybody who did really good. Uh, and there's nothing I can say uh, to take away things, but do me this favor. Lift your heads up and look around. Look at everybody else. Uh, I want you to be grateful that we're together going through this moment. Uh, he really delivers this speech. Holy cow. Because, uh, yeah, it's being alone is uh, hard. Uh, and who's, you know, shortest memory goldfish. Uh, so when we're done being sad or angry, let's be like a goldfish. Uh, gosh darn goldfish. Onward, forward. Ted walks into his office. Manchester City bus, uh, what do you want? Jamie says, uh, night Jamie, Beard says, a love letter. Jamie makes a face. I got I mean, I have a bad attitude that Jamie has sometimes about stuff, but wait a minute, the extra pass. Uh, Jamie almost smiles, uh, does contemplate it. Uh, and then Higgins and uh, Rebecca, okay, I'll leave you, Leslie. Leslie, that's your first, that's my mother's name. Yeah, it's my name too. Uh, shakes Ted's hand. Take a seat, Ted. Uh, tea? Nope. Still not drinking tea. Take a water, though. And yeah, it's kind of unfair. You have to fire me, so let me just quit. Here's my resignation letter. Put it on a takeout menu, but I signed it. Uh, listen up, Ted. We got work to do next season. Uh, okay. All right. Then, uh, wait, tell me this, uh, we can get unrelegated. Yeah. Promoted. They call it, uh, promotion. Uh, well, let's, we may, and then maybe we can win the whole thing. And then Ted takes bubbly water, spits in Rebecca's face. Uh, did I get you? 
and the last image is her face uh, soaking uh, uh, soaking wet with bubble water. What do they call it? Spit take, right? That's what it's called. Um, and, yeah, that's the end of the episode uh, and the end of the season. But, yeah, what we'll do is um, we'll do the second season at some point in the future, but uh, we will do one episode from the second season that's, uh, like, uh, coming up here. And then yeah, we'll, you know, do some other stuff and then we'll come back to Ted Lasso around the, whenever we started this last year. Uh, thanks. Thanks. And good night, everybody.